cameras in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the Good morning, Angela E. Good morning, DJ MB. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. And it is officially holiday party season. Okay, I'm already holiday partied out. All right. I think I've uh got the most important holiday party out, which was our party last night. That one was that one I wasn't necessarily gonna go to. I wasn't going to go to And then I got a call that said, that says, you're coming tonight, right? And I said, uh, so the kids have uh, something. They was like, all right, well, you have a party tonight in the city. So if you have a party tonight, you can make it to your party. You better make it to this holiday I mean, listen, party. It's the thing about your corporate party, right? Like like your, your corporate, one of, the, one of your places of employment, all you got to do is show face. Yep. That's all. Show face, and if you can stick around for the big group picture, cool. If you can't, at least you was there. I seen you for 62 <laughs> seconds. Hey, man, you know me. <laughs> you know me. In and out is the motto, okay? I thought I was in there for two minutes. He was in there for 62 I, seconds. When I was walking out, you was walking in. I know. And he looking at me like, oh, you leaving? Yes, I am. Uh, all right. I had enough. It was cool. Right. Yeah, I spun around and got it right out of there as well. So I'll get a couple of appetizers, you know what I'm saying? Eat a slider or two. <laughs> and, keep, and keep it moving. That's all. All right. That's all. Well, but happy it, holidays, everybody. I got about three more this week, but guess how many I'm going to? How many? Mm, Zero. I'm about to say maybe one, but it'll probably be zero. Yeah. I got to do one and later on. I got to do one on Thursday. Nah. I got to go. I'm over it. All right. All right. Well, this morning we got, um, is Exhibit stopping through today? No? No Exhibit today? I thought Exhibit was stopping through. Okay. He thought he was too. He thought he was too? He was posting and everything. Oh, damn it, man. Well, shout out to Exhibit. All right. Now, um. He can still stop through. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Possible, all things are possible. It's possibilities. <laughs> it is Jesus' birthday, right? My, so all things are possible through Christ who strengthens us all. My goodness! Now I really got to start my uh, Christmas, my holiday shop, and I haven't started yet. You a fool? Um, I, well, I did the, I did my, 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 my mom, my pops, my wife, and the older kids. I got to do the little kids because there's no toy stores. Target, and, bro. Stop it, man. Stop saying this. I like to touch the toys. Amazon Prime exists. Wow. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> wow. The we kids' know. toys. Maybe we know, okay? You, know what? you want to revisit that since we're celebrating you know eight years of uh, the Breakfast Club? Would you like to revisit uh, your alleged touching of toys? I don't know what you're talking no, about. Okay. I don't All know right. what you're talking about. Yeah. But as I was saying, I like to... Yeah, I'm not... I like to touch the kids' toys before I buy them, before I purchase them. All That's right. what I like to do. I like to make sure. The LOL dolls, I don't know what the LOL doll is. I'm like, the, what's that, that kid that makes money playing with the toys? I don't know. The kid makes millions of dollars playing with toys. Bro, Amazon Prime is your friend. Okay, you don't have to be in the toy store. But don't you want to touch the toy, feel the toy, see the toy, shake the toy? I don't think toys come in sizes. All right? I think you buy the toy and it's the toy. Toys aren't smalls, mediums, larges, extra larges. I don't think you have to go through that when it comes to the kids, bro. Okay? Just buy the toys. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? A really tragic situation that happened in the Bronx. Uh, A woman who was forced to give birth while she was handcuffed. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. And don't forget... Oh, and we got to say good morning to our newest family member. 
Loud 103 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Loud 1033. Yeah, Loud 1033 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Good morning, guys. I'm with a family member. Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne has joined the club. Yes. For whatever reason. Good morning to you guys, all right? And we got the show cracking, so don't move. It's it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night in Monday Night Football, the Seahawks beat the Vikings 21-7. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about the NYPD. This video was heartbreaking. You see a woman who is sitting on the floor in a government welfare office. It was very crowded in there. There were no seats. She had her one-year-old son with her. And that's when security was trying to tell her to get up and move. But there was nowhere to sit. I think it's disturbing also that nobody would give this woman with her one-year-old child a seat. Uh, That's when the police were called. Security called the police. And that's when the situation escalated unnecessarily. They started trying to pull the child from her mother's arms. And uh, now the woman has been arrested, uh, all because of this situation. Really sad. And when you see the video, you'll feel even uh, more disturbed by how they treated her. She's in social services, trying to make sure she gets uh, whatever it is that she needs from the government at the government welfare office. And instead, things escalated like that. Her name is Jasmine Headley. She's 23 years old. She faces four charges in this incident, including resisting arrest acting in a manner injurious to a child, obstructing governmental administration and criminal trespass. Well, prayers go up for Jasmine Headley, sending positive energy to her. And, and once again, the police are putting people in a situation. Like, how, if that was your, your the mother of your child or your wife and, and, and your kid, how as a man are you supposed to sit around and allow that to happen? Not, you're not supposed to. Like, like how? Like, you're putting us in situations that none of us want to be in. Like, you're, you're putting my 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 integrity in jeopardy because there's no way I can sit around and watch that happen to somebody I love. Nah, Come on, man. Now, a woman from the Bronx me? was 40 weeks pregnant and she went into labor while she was in a holding cell. The police then took her to a local hospital and they handcuffed her to the bed and shackled her ankles while she was giving uh, birth. Is that crazy? Now, they told her at the hospital, the doctor said, look, this is not good for her. She has to be able to get these restraints removed. It would harm the mother, but the guard would not allow that to happen. And she had to endure an hour of excruciating labor pains before the guard would finally free one of her arms. That's crazy. (sighs) Really sad what people are doing. Uh, Also, a nine-year-old... Not people, the police. A nine-year-old has uh, committed suicide because classmates were taunting her and telling her to kill yourself, all because she was friends with... Uh, white boy. They said, you think you're white because you ride with that white boy? You ugly black bee. Just die. And they were telling her to kill herself and she did end up hanging herself where it, her grandmother found her in the house. People are cruel, man. And that, that is so sad. And and I experienced it a lot. My daughter went to the, the, the winter formal and she took uh, one of our neighbor's sons. His name is Eric and he's white. And people were like, oh, you don't date no brothers, and I, I, I actually, I put on the post. I said disclaimer. Yes, I know the young man is white. I don't tell my, I don't tell my kids to date black, to date Spanish, to date this. I tell them to date who, who makes you feel good and who treats you with respect, and that's how it should be. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's definitely what happened to me. Even when I was in sixth grade, when I was in sixth grade, I used to hang with all the white kids. I had glasses and my little fanny pack, and I was in all the little smart classes. You wore a fanny pack? Yes, I did. And all my little thug cousins was not having it. They used to bully me all the time for hanging around them, uh, th- th- those white kids all the time. And and that's foul. I mean, kids should be able to hang out who they want to hang out and not have to feel any pressure. But that's a sad situation, sad story. All right, our condolences to her family. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, all sorry. Right. And that's front page news. Yeeks.
Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. You can call us up right now if you're upset, you need to vent. Or if you feel blessed and want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Lou out of Dallas. Lou, what's popping? Get it off your chest. Good morning, Breakfast Club. It's always a humbling experience to get through to y'all. Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to, uh, to my girl, man, giving thanks to God, uh, who's, who is who is now in uh, remission after a long fight of breast cancer. Wow. And, uh, yeah, she's uh, finishing up her, her radiation next week. So, man, just just uh, grateful for that. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. prayers We're up there, my oh, brother. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, DJ Envy, where do, uh, where do we purchase those sweaters and shirts that say, my God versus my enemy? It's body of God, but I'll send you some shirts for Christmas, man. I'll send you man, and your I'll wife a size. Hold on. Let me. What, what size are you? What size is your wife? Uh, She's a small, and, you know, I'm kind of small. I'm about, uh, I'm about Charlemagne. I'm about Charlemagne size, man. First of all, sir, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm fun size. Hey, I'm, he's I'm fun size, sir. So I okay. sent her a small and you a medium, brother. Okay, I definitely appreciate that, man. Right. You God hold- bless you hold on, and I get your address, man. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, man, and we'll we'll, we'll pray for. I do wear a medium now, thank God. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you yeah. notice how how streamlined this body been getting. Shut up. Hello, okay. who's this? Hi, how you doing? My name is Boyka. I just want to say I'm blessed. Boyka. Boyka. What does Boyka mean? Boyka. It's um. Well, my name. I don't know if you guys watched the movie Undisputed. Um. The the guy name is Boyka with um Michael Jai White. So no. his first name we share the same person. So that's why. I, I get the name Boyka from my boys give me that name. Never saw it. Last movie I saw Michael Jai White was Spawn. Nah, you never seen um the first one with um Vin um Vin Reigns when they had the first one when he when he fought um um uh, what's his name um in jail when they had the boxing match but they made a second one. Oh, I, I, they think, I think I think I vaguely remember, but but yeah. continue. So I just want to say that you know I'm blessed. Um, me and my friend um, Joseph Teddy we started um Wealth Fitness. It's a um, personal training facility. And, um, you know, I would like to see if you guys could come through. We give you a free tryout, you know. Just come through, man. And, you know, it's personal fitness training facility. It's called Wealth Fitness. Okay. Do you um, train Michael Jai White? No. <laughs> I wish I could, bro. I wish we could. Hey, he's welcome if he wants to. He's in Brooklyn. Don't Michael Jai White and Omari Hardwick remind you of the same person? Uh, they, they physically, yeah, physically. They they all, they both build, like, the same. They got we nice bodies? They got nice bodies? <laughs> Hey, look, listen, man, look, I worked out, too. You know, I understand what man, they do. Man, just say they got a nice body. Why everybody just say it? I, they do. They do. Let me they do. So, gosh. <laughs> Masculinity is so fragile. Uh, hey, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And they do. And, you know, like I said, man, you guys are welcome to come to um, our facility, man, you know? So I just want to say shout-out to Joseph Seddy. That's my brother. Um, you know, Well Fitness BK, man. All right, bro. Thank so, everybody. you. Everybody, thank you very much, brother. Really appreciate it. All right, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Angel. Hey, what's up, Angel? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to congratulate you guys uh, for being on the air as long as you guys have. Uh, I actually started listening to you guys by accident because I thought it was an alternative station when I first heard. Uh, it smells like Teen Spirit, and I never looked back. 
Oh, man, we appreciate that, brother. Yes, what a sir. nice mistake. So, so congratulations on that. And uh, also, Envy, uh, I want to tell you that... Uh, Every time I need some motivation, man, I just jump on your Instagram page and I look at you, your kids, your family, and it motivates me to do better, man. I thank you. That's the reason I do it, man. And that's why I put all the real estate up there as well and all my jobs as well to show you that it's not easy and it takes a grind. All right, man. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good morning, bro. You too. Hello. Yo, what up? What up, Envy? What up, Angela? It's Snack Man. Yo, what hey, happened to you man. last week, man? Yo, I, I got a joke for you. Angela. Right. Okay, Bye. I'm ready. Why doesn't Santa Claus have any children? Oh, boy. Why? Because he only comes once a year and is down a chimney. Fart, fart, please, drum. Drum, please fart all over Snackman's head. <laughs> Thank you, Snackman. If, if he'd have just left it at only comes once a year, the joke would have been decent. What does the chimney have to do with anything? Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Nancy. Hey, Mama, get it off your chest. Well, I have something positive to share. First of all, I want to say I'm huge fans of you guys, and thank you so much for everything that you do every single day okay. and bringing the positive vibe. Thank you, Mama. Um, Trey I Song just, says otherwise. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to share with you guys something that I thought was really cool. Um, I am 46. Uh, my boyfriend is 48. We are actually getting married on Friday. Um, Congratulations. Thank you for the first time for both of us. So uh, it's just super exciting. I never thought in my lifetime I would find someone like this. Um, and I just wanted to share the positive vibe and say, man, love is good. And absolutely. God is good. Love is absolutely positively good. Well, say his name. Let the world know. Uh, his name is Maurice. All right, Maurice. They definitely had some great sex last night. We definitely did. I know. When you when you call in at six in the morning singing his praises like that, they definitely you could tell they definitely got it in last night. God bless you. Baby. Have a good morning, Mama. Hello, yeah, who's this? Thank you. Hi, my name is Chantal. I called a couple weeks ago. I go by the womb sister. I was telling you I was a doula. Okay, what's up, Mama? And I'm just really calling because I'm pissed about hearing the news about the lady who had to give birth. Ooh, while she was handcuffed. shackled mm -hmm. to the bed. Like, honestly speaking, like, mm -hmm. I understand if you're arrested or whatever, oh, thing, you know, you might feel like you're trying to break away. But I don't really think that people have the compassion for women when they're going through labor. It hurts, like... I don't see her busting through a door, kicking down a police back, and trying to get away while she's trying to push a baby out. You know what I'm saying? That, like, that, that's, that's impossible. I would love to see the superwoman that could do that. Exactly. And I, that would be a complete unicorn. It, it does not exist. You know, and there's so much, there's so many hormones that start to operate when you give birth that needs to take place that is so helpful towards this baby. Mm. They traumatize this woman. Yeah. And from this day forward, she will always be traumatized about birth. For the rest of life, I get so many clients who are traumatized. And this time, it was the police that interfered. But I get a lot of clients who are traumatized by their hospital births. And I have to work with them on building confidence and letting them know that I'm going to have their back mm. and that they're safe. It's hell. So I'm, I, we really need to get up, wake up and start standing by our women. There was no reason for her feet to be shackled, her hands to be shackled. You're right. That, that don't like, even seem ethical. Like, I, like and, what's and she going to do, get up and run out? I mean, that sounds crazy. And she, she's already said that she's thinking about how is she going to explain this to her child at some point. And you know what's crazy? Where were the women police officers? Like, it had to be at least some women police officers in there who would have some empathy. I'm surprised the doctor allowed it. I'm surprised well, the, the doctor doc didn't want that. The no, doctor they, was they, begging they had, them. They had no choice. Mm. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's all I'm just here. So anybody who's listening, women, get together. Try to make these changes. Stand up for your birth, please. Like, 
just one doula, a couple of doulas. We can't all do it by ourselves. We need everybody to stick together to change something. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in with that. Thank you. I'm the one, sister. Bye. Bye-bye now. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rooms on the way. Yes, the resale value of these shoes have gone from the retail price of $60 to $900. We'll tell you what they are, and maybe you'll want to get your hands on them. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Post Malone seems to have had the Midas touch. He put out a pair of Crocs, the Crocs collab. It was white, weren't they? The second Crocs collab is already reselling for $900. Now, you could have bought it the day that it came out for $60, but it sold out in less than a day, and now the value has skyrocketed. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. That's right, mayonnaise colored Crocs, courtesy of Post Malone. All right, now Janelle Monet is joining the cast of Gloria Steinem's biopic, The Glorias, A Life on the Road. That should be pretty exciting. Uh, Julianne Moore is already in that, as well as Alicia Vikander. I actually went to go see that play last week. Gloria Steinem has a play about her life called Gloria, A Life. Now, if you don't know who Gloria Steinem is, she is known as a person who was a journalist back in the 60s who ultimately turned what she was doing as a journalist into the feminist movement. So she was very visible in that. If you have a chance to see her play, Gloria, a life, it's incredible. But when she talks about everything that she's gone through, uh, amazing story. So I'm excited to see that. And I'm glad Janelle Monet has joined that cast as well. All right, Kevin Hart. Imagine you go to his show and you have to access your cell phone now. Oh, imagine there- that. Well, yes, you got kicked out for that reason, Envy. Sure did. For using your cell phone. Now, a woman is suing. She's saying she got kicked out of the show because she needed to use her cell phone to check her blood sugar. She's diabetic. She said she was at the show in San Diego in July when she started feeling ill. She suspected it was because of low blood sugar, so she opened up a cell phone app which monitors her blood sugar levels. Obviously, you can't use the phone, and she says that as she was with her wife, they were escorted to a medical tent. She tried to explain again why she had to use her phone, and they were ejected from the venue and didn't even get a refund. Well, the thing about those shows, like Kevin Hart show or whoever show, they have areas that you can go use your phone in case of an emergency. Correct. So she could have went to that area to check her blood sugar. Right. She said she was trying to explain, you know, why she had to use it at that moment because she was dizzy. But she just wants to get her money back. And that could have just been a good excuse. My blood sugar level is low. I just wanted to check my blood sugar. I would say that, too, if I got caught bootlegging Kevin Hart's show. All right, now. Tori, I don't think she was bootlegging now. Yeah. Tori Lanes uh, was handcuffed outside of Club Live. Now, some people were saying that he got arrested. He was in an altercation. Was he having a baby? Well, here's what he had to say. I, I was not involved in none of that dumb shit. All right, in addition to that, he also weighed in on this whole king of R&B talk, and here's what he had to say. Jay Holiday, we ain't heard your suffocating. The last time I seen Tyrese, the n- was beefing with The Rock, and he was putting out a rap album. Now you want to come over here and talk about some R&B to the young n-. Stop that sh-. Let the young n- be the young because at the end of the day, y'all n- want to stop a n- from coming out here and saying he the best, but the n- out here, he going, he going, he going hard. See what happens when people get their hairline restored? That confidence sounds different now. Tory Lane's always been a little cocky, like, but he got cocky. a different level of confidence now that he got that hairline back. Always been cocky. You don't hear it? Drop on the clues, Bobby Tory Lane. Tory Lane's got an Instagram voice. Think of listening to how Tory Lane started on Instagram and then go listen to some of his interviews when he's just talking. He don't sound like that. He got an Instagram voice. 
All right, now Takashi 69 is not going to take a plea deal in that federal racketeering case, according to his attorney. He's not going to do that. I guess they're planning to uh, take the whole thing to trial. He said a plea deal is simply off the table, even if the feds are for one. So uh, Takashi 69 and the crew members are facing a total of 17 charges. The feds ain't offering a deal. They don't know that if they're going to take it or not until they get it off of that Well, he deal. said, yeah, even if they do, I guess they're planning to maintain his innocence. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about a horrific incident where a woman was handcuffed while she was giving birth and shackled. All right. And good morning to our newest family member, Loud 1033 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Good morning. Fort Wayne. I've never I been to Fort Wayne, Indiana ever. Oh, I said Fort Wayne, yeah. Well, good morning, say, guys. I didn't say it. I you was said just Fort re- Wayne like I said it wrong. No, I was just reiterating, shouting out Fort Wayne, Mr. Sensitive. I thought, I thought maybe Mr. I said insecurity. I, I, I know I said, that you're so used to mispronouncing words. I thought you, maybe I said Lil Wayne. Like, what did I say? Exactly. I say Lil Wayne. Country Wayne. I said Lil Wayne. I thought I said Fort Wayne. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady and Dan. I know it's Wayne. Well, good morning to you guys, Loud 103.3, all right? When we come back, front page news, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Philo is the best way to watch TV, live or on demand. More than 50 channels you love, like VH1, BET, and, of course, Revolt. Best part? Philo is just $20 a month. Find out for yourself with a free trial, no credit card needed. Text BREAKFAST to 74456. All of these kings of R&B discussions and nobody mentioning my bruh Lil Duval. Drop one of the clues bombs for Lil Duval, okay? When that second single drop, y'all gonna know who the real king of R&B is for this generation, all right? And he's 41. Okay, 41 years old and the king of R&B for this generation. Jacquees don't want those problems. It's Jacquees? Jacquees don't want those problems, bruh. All right. All right, well, let's get in some front page news. In Monday Night Football, the Seahawks beat the Vikings 21 to 7. Now, what else are we talking about, you? Well, there's a new Nissan GTR sports car that is going to start at about $1.1 million. The original one was about $100,000, which is already expensive, but they had done another one that was a concept car. It was so positive uh, with the reaction they got that they decided to make 50 of them available. Have you seen that? Mm mm. All right. Well, I, you- I, I know the Nissan GTR is one of those cars that a lot of people buy if if you want to uh, beat a Ferrari or, or beat a Lamborghini, but don't want to spend Ferrari or Lamborghini prices. You could probably get a Nissan GTR anywhere for about sixty thousand, seventy thousand dollars. So a lot of people get those cars, but I didn't know a million dollar one. That's crazy. Yeah, so I don't go chasing GTRs. I stick to the Cadillac Escalades with 300,000 miles on it that I'm used to. Well, we talked about this horrifying story earlier, and uh, one of our friends, who is a doula, called in during uh, Get It Off Your Chest, and she was very upset about this. Doctors in the Bronx at Montefiore Medical Center warned the police that a woman who was uh, already in sh- uh, was arrested, she went into labor, she was 40 weeks pregnant, they took her to the hospital, the police took her to the hospital, where they actually handcuffed her to the bed and had her ankle shackled. Now, the doctors were warning that those restraints would hinder and hurt her while she was trying to give birth, but the guard would not allow them to uncuff her. Finally, they allowed her to take off just one handcuff while she was giving birth and then did not remove the shackles or anything until she was, uh, you know, just about to give birth. So really horrifying situation for a woman. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and that was That's in very the Bronx. Now, Google says a Google Plus a bug has affected 52.5 million people. So they're shutting down their Google Plus social network. Did you have that? Mm-mm, Google Plus? 
Well, they're saying there was a bug that revealed millions of customers' private information to software developers. So a lot of people were affected, over 50 million people affected by that. So now uh, they're saying that app developers had access to this data for six days, even though it was supposed to be private profile information that was not marked public. And so now they're saying that, uh, that Google Plus had low usage and acknowledged their significant challenges with maintaining a successful product. Mm. All right, that's your front page news. All right, now when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 585-1051. We're talking about the king of R&B. Now, how did this conversation start? It started with Jaquif saying what? Jaquif, uh, we're going to play it right here. just want to let everybody know that I'm the king of R&B right now for this generation. I understand who done came and who done did that and that and that. But now it's my turn. And now it's turned into an R&B Royal Rumble with all of these R&B artists jumping into the ring to say that they're the real king of R&B, right? Right. And we'll talk about this when we come back. And we're going to take your phone calls. 800-585-1051. Who is the king of R&B? Now, is this a generational thing? Yes. Are we talking about this generation? This generation. So what do we call this generation? What's the time span? I would say the last 10 years. Only 10? This generation, yeah. All right, okay, I'll do a decade. So this generation, the last decade, all right. Yeah. It's not Jacquees. Because if you go over 10, then you got to add... I mean, if you're talking about generational, you're talking about Marvin Gaye, you're talking about James right. Brown, you're talking about Prince, you're talking about Ray Charles, you're talking right. about Luther Vandross, like, that's a, it's, you know, right. that's a broad spectrum. So we, we're talking about the last 10. Last decade. That, that would be your Urshas, your Ushers. That would be your Trey Songz. I mean, Usher hasn't really been red hot the last decade, but I see what you're saying. Miguel's. I got Miguel. Chris, well, we, let's, we'll talk about we'll it when we come back. And right? Little Duval. I'm not, I'm not adding Little Duval to this. <laughs> you can't add, oh, you can add Jacquees, but not Little Duval? It's Jacquees. I don't know what his name is. Well, well, what about T-Pain? Nobody said T-Pain? Last 10 years, T-Pain hasn't been hot like that. Damn it, man. But I get it. I, I would put him in there. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking... King of R&B. Who the king of R&B is in this new generation now, right now? Now, now, why did this conversation start? It started from Jacquees, and let's hear what he had to say. just want to let everybody know that I'm the king of R&B right now for this generation. I understand who done came and who done did that and that and that, but now it's my turn. Now, keep in mind your Uncle Charlotte is 40 years old. Uh, I've never met Jacquees. I, have, I had no idea Jacquees was even an R&B singer. I thought he was a rapper. Well, I like Jacquees as a singer, so I will say that song, You Is My Song, I sing it all the time. Is he the king um, of R&B, though? Uh, I don't know if I would call him the king of R&B, but I appreciate that he could feel that way. Now, Jay Holiday weighed in on the conversation and, and said this. Why do we this. care what Jay Holiday had to say? Because it was funny. That bull that man said, there's three kings of R&B. The first one sold $20 million on his first album. I'm not ballet, baby. Not with a Gucci jacket on. I'm not ballet, baby. The second king of R&B is from Chicago. And the third one is from Tappahannock. Four and five right here. The nerve of these. Yeah, the best thing about Jay Holiday's uh, conversation right here was the lady asking if he was a uh, valet. The best thing about Jay Holiday's conversation is that he acting like being a, va- a valet is a bad thing. It's mad valets out there that's like, I would rather be this than Jay Holiday right now. Right. And Bobby Valentino <laughs> weighed in on the conversation as well. Why do we care about what Bobby Valentino had to say? Bobby Valentino had some hit songs. He had a great classic album, his first album. First of all, the king of R&B, our kings, plural, they're both dead, all right? After that, you got R. Kelly... Um, then you got Usher. Then you got a couple other guys at three and four that, you know, could go either way. Then after that, it's up for discussion. The best way to hash things out is let's put a tour together. Everybody going to bring out a different crowd, and we let the people decide. 
I, I would like to say that all of these brothers are black men, so they are all kings and gods, whether they know it or acknowledge it. That's number one. And they all should believe they are kings. But a lot of these brothers just capping. Because majority of the people jumping into this conversation, nobody considers them the kings of R&B. When you're in the barbershops, in the hair salons, and on social media, you ain't arguing about uh, Bobby Valentino and Jay Holiday being no goddamn king of R&B. So I don't even know why we discussing a lot of these people. But if I'm picking a king of R&B for this generation, his name is Miguel. Well, 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 Kevin Hart had something to say. Let's, let's. Man, let's, come let's on, man, y'all playing now. Y'all just playing. Stop it. It's crazy that my name ain't even getting mentioned. Talk to him, King. Come on. Well, if I no, 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 no. Well, if hey, 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 I no, no, we can't. A little bit more. Bring the hockey I'm, down. I ain't but, had no tea. No, no, no. Give me come some. On, you give me some. King. Come on, preach. Here we go. Come on. Well, girl, if King, you don't King, know. King, King, King. I thought Kevin was a rapper too. He sings, too. As you can hear, Kevin can sing as well. Listen. Now let's have a, a real conversation. The king of R&B for this generation is Miguel Jontel Pimentel. Okay, his catalog consists of All I Want Is You, Kaleidoscope Dream, which is a classic, Wild Heart and Warren Leisure. Adorn is absolutely the greatest R&B song of the last 20 years. That's my final answer. All right, my final answer is Chris Brown, hands down. Chris Brown has had numerous hits, numerous number ones. He continues to do it. He's been doing it for the last 20 years, right? It has to be like 20 years. No, it ain't been 20 years. You sure? No, nah, he came around like 02. 03. I remember interviewing Chris Brown in Columbia, South Carolina in like 02. So 16 years, 15 years, he's been doing it 15 years and consistently been putting up these hits, making great music. I, I got to give it to Chris I Brown. I will say this. Miguel and Chris Brown have the number one and number two R&B songs of the past 20 years to me because I think Adorn is number one and I think Back to Sleep by Chris Brown is number two. Can you play those this morning, Envy, please? Uh, yes. Back to back? Yes. What do you think, E? I think um, what are the parameters of this? Because I saw somebody, I think it was Tyree, Tank was saying that, do you write your own music? Do you need a whole team of people to go in the studio? What is your performance like? What are we measuring this by? Does I any of that no matter? Because some people were saying R. Kelly and I... R. Kelly in the new I don't think R. Kelly yeah, this generation. So but there's people that I like, that like Daniel Caesar. I think he's a great R&B artist. Uh, Chrissy Teigen threw her husband John Legend in the mix as well. Is John this generation? Uh, I don't if think Chris John Brown is, is I think John Legend is. Chris Brown and John hit? Legend have uh, been around for, like, the same amount of time, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Nikki. Nikki, we're talking king of R&B. Who's the king of R&B? Um, for this generation, it's a tie between Chris and Trey. I'm going to have to say that. Okay, Trey Songz Trey in the conversation. Chris. I'm not mad at Trey mm -hmm. being in the conversation. I don't think Trey has made as good as music as uh, Chris Brown or Miguel has, but I'm not mad at him being in this conversation. But he has put out a lot of music, though. It's just nobody gives him the attention like he needs it. Well, that's your fault. Y'all the consumers. All right. Well, let's. Oh, do well, I do it. I'm, I'm his biggest fan. I'm his number one fan, so I do it. What about uh, Jeremiah? Nobody thinks Jeremiah. We don't even know what Jeremiah looks like. Jeremiah is a creative <laughs> player that nobody's finished yet. It's like you started playing it, but then you got sidetracked and you didn't put the rest of his features on. Jeremiah and give him his got powers. some songs I love, though. All right, well, let's do this. Let's let's play a mix right now of some of the, the, the biggest R&B artists right now, and then we'll have this conversation when we come back. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking who the hottest or who the best, or I should say who the king of R&B is. Now, for this, this generation. For this generation. Now, this and by this generation, we said what, last decade? Uh, yeah, last decade. Okay. Now, this conversation came from Jacquees, and this is what he said, which, which started and ignited the whole thing. I just want to let everybody know that I'm the king of R&B right now for this generation. I understand who done came and who done did that and that and that. 
and now it's my turn. Now I'm 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 40, so I'm not up on Jacquees like that. I know a lot of the my, my young homies like Jacquees. Uh, but I thought he was a rapper. I thought he was Birdman's new Lil Wayne. I had no idea he I sang. I like every every song Jacquees has put out. Jacquees, I, I think Jacquees puts out good music, but I, don't, I think King of R&B is a stretch. Nobody, Y'all didn't put Neo in Maxwell. the conversation? Nobody said Maxwell. Nobody Maxwell said is not this generation. Could you follow your own rules? He put, did he, he put out an album like three You said ago. new artists in the last 10 years, Envy. Uh-uh. See, this is why people be calling you crazy right now. Um, I'm trying to think. So can we put Neo in there? Neo's last 10 years. I think, yeah. Neo's been at the head of the class for the last 10 years. And Neo's a great songwriter. He is. That's I don't know how y'all fronting on Miguel, bro. Like, I, Miguel. Miguel. I, don't think, Miguel. I don't think nobody's put out a better R&B catalog in the last 10 years than Miguel between his four albums, bro. And Adorn is absolutely going to be a song that is played 100 years from now at a barbecue if we still eating meat. My if there's any animals Miguel's left. Miguel's How Many Drinks is my favorite Miguel song. Yeah, but that could be considered a rape culture I song like drugs. at this point. Hello, who's this? Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Who's the king of R&B? Chris Brown. I say I agree with Chris you. Brown. All right, thank you, Mom. I'm not mad at C. Brown. Chris Brown got a lot of love yesterday. I know he felt great because people was posting Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Hello, who's this? Good morning, good morning, good morning. The best show in the universe. How you doing, Envy? This good is Victor from Miami. Good morning, sir. Listen, I, I, I go back, bro, about going back. I'm a, like kind of Keith Sweat type of fan. Stop, you know, stop. We're days. talking about it in the last 10 years. Let me pump, pump your brakes. I Charlemagne, good morning, bro. Good morning. Uh, I, I, I would say uh, the best Dominican in town, bro, Cardi B. I just had to say that. Um, well, I would say Miguel, man. Boom. Miguel is amazing, bro. Miguel. Miguel. I think so, and too. Like, yeah, they go to Keith Sweat Miguel. to Cardi B to say Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> All right. He's saying, representing for his people. You heard him I, say he's Pantis. Okay. You know, he's, he said he's Spanish. He said he's Dominican. Or Dominican. Dominican. Yes, he's rapping for his people. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? Avery Charles from Houston, bro. Hey, what's up, bro? Not much, man. Uh, Look, man, like, I, I heard all the dudes that y'all was kind of naming. It seemed like y'all forgot some people. But the king of R&B over the past decade is none other than Mr. Chris Brown, bro. I agree with you, man. I'm not mad at Chris. Chris I Brown and Miguel up there. Yeah, I'm not mad at Chris, you, man. Y'all don't like Daniel Caesar? Not the king of he, R&B. Yeah, he not in this talk conversation. Hello, who's this? AJ Wayne from Ohio. What's up, man? We're talking king of R&B. What you think? I think, I honestly think that if you're going to claim king or queen or anything, you at least, you know, got to have your own hits, your own solo hits, you know what I mean? He ain't got no purple rain. He ain't even got to pull that gilder. You Ooh. know what I mean? So who are you talking I about? Jaquee, I don't think Jaquees is the king of R&B. Boy, that yellow is not an R&B song, sir. But he ain't got one of those either. Yeah, he don't have nothing like that. Listen, we to know ja- Listen, 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 listen. We know Jaquees is not the king of R&B. We're asking who do you think is but the king think of R&B? But he think he is. Would you answer the question? Who do you think of the king of R&B, brother? I think the king of R&B is Beyonce. I'm sorry. Man, bye, man. Right. I mean, Beyonce yeah. is the. I mean, <laughs> she is the king of the universe. If you I guess was. we should have said male. I guess we should have said. I thought king I means knew, male. I thought people would know. But it is 2018 Beyonce now. Beyonce knows she a king, it so is, not a problem. It, it is 2018 now, so I guess you do have to in, be gender inclusive. So that means I'm a queen. You are. I know. Eight hundred. You know, I, I, made, I bought you guys sneakers, and on the back, on the side of your sneakers, says Queen from Queens. That's for you. No, that's for you. You from Queens. I know, but that's... I've been calling you the queen of queen from Queens for years. But that's the only one I could get. All right. Queen... Anyway. All right. 800-585-1051. Who is the king of R&B? Miguel. Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're asking who is the king of R&B. Y'all not going to put Drake in that conversation? Man, shut up. Drake did a bunch of R&B records. No, Drake. They were all hits. No. I put Drake... Drake... Honestly, Drake is in a different category because Drake and T-Pain and a lot of those guys like that, they have their own lane because they are... Rappers turned singers. 
are singers turned rappers. They do a little bit of both, so I don't I don't include him in this conversation. I'm telling you, man, Miguel is the king of R&B of this generation. Chris Brown. I'm not mad at Chris either, though. Hello, who's this? This is Zach from Charleston. What's up, bro? 843, what's happening? We're talking to King of R&B. Yeah. So uh, I hear a lot of names being thrown out there, but the one name I don't hear being thrown out there, which I think should talent-wise, is Music Soul Child. Man, that's not of the last 10 years. He had a song in 2018. He had a song <laughs> man, in the last 10 years, music has been the hustle. <laughs> well, I think he's great, man. We're talking about Tory Lanez and all those guys. But we're talking about the new. We're talking about artists that have emerged in the last ten years, sir. All right, but we appreciate you, Uh, a music soul child fan. My goodness, music soul child got one vote and one eye. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, who's this? Yeah, this this is Ray from Florida. Ray, how old are you, Ray? Uh, (laughs) fifty-two. All right, Uh, we know where you're going. (laughs) Who's the king of R&B? Chris Brown, man. That's, okay. that's a no-brainer. I'm with you. I thought you was going to say Frankie Beverly and Maze, but I, I'm he with you. He ain't that old right now. He said he's 44. <laughs> you sitting there acting like you ain't two years behind him, like you wouldn't have been a freshman when he was a senior. I'm longer than two years behind him. I was, I was, about, I was, I was in middle school. Man, shut up. Hello, who's this? It's Lamar. Lamar, who is the king of R&B? Uh, first of all, I appreciate talking, you know, about this, about, with, you know, with some professionals out here. Listen, Chris Breezy got to be the king. I see it. Let's talk... Let's talk facts. Let's talk facts, Let's right? Let's talk facts. All right. If, if Bobby Brown was a king, he dated Whitney. My man Chris dated Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Can we, just, can, can, we just talk, can we talk about music? Can we talk about the music, sir? Don't be a bird. He's talking okay, facts, okay, okay. facts. More okay, facts. Streams, streams, streams. My man broke many records and streams with that face album. Can we just talk about music? Called? Facts, guys. Facts. I was say with Chris Brown, he has the best performance out of everybody, too. Definitely have the best performance out of everybody. And then everybody else is like, it's like, like Trey songs is strictly for the females. They're sexy no, and all this not. other stuff. Chris Breezy does everything. Females, youngins, girls, boys, anything. You know what I'm saying? I think y'all... I, listen, I, I, I'm not mad Thank at you, Chris man. Brown at all because Chris Brown has my second favorite R&B song of the last 15 years, which is Back to Sleep. Miguel has my number one R&B song, which is The Dawn. But I really think y'all discriminate against Miguel because he's Mexican. No, For some no. reason, y'all have built a wall around the R&B kingdom and y'all are keeping Miguel out. Even when I see the memes online, they do not have Miguel in these memes about who's the king of R&B. This is disrespectful. Let's go to one more caller. Hello, who's this? Yes, hi. Can you take us off Bluetooth? She got a Bluetooth. She about to tell us Luther Vandross is the king of R&B and we tripping. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to do you it? Good. You go to the top of your right phone, the iPhone, swipe down and push Bluetooth. Go, go on and tell us Ron Isley the king of R&B one <laughs> Time, boo. Hello? I don't have Bluetooth. There you yes. go. All right, there you go. You Who, got who's it. Who's the king of R&B? James Brown? Yeah, James Brown, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, who's the king of R&B? Bobby Brown. Okay, oh that's goodness. right in the same wheelhouse. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? We, You know, we, we around the same age, all right? <laughs> What's your favorite Bobby <laughs> Brown right. song, Mom? I'm just curious. Prerogative. Can you sing it for me right fast? It's my prerogative. Hey. I'm going to do what I want to do. Hey. It's my prerogative. Mm, hey. Man. Do that's what I want to do. How gotta. come as soon as you hear somebody sing Bobby Brown, you hear this in your head? Thank you, Bobby. Bobby Brown is one of the kings of R&B. Let's not get it effed up, though. He is. He is All right? one of the kings. He's he a, a whole legend out here in these streets. He definitely is. Now, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story, all those brothers is kings, and they should believe that they're the best. I don't even know why this is like a real conversation, because we acting like people in our generation didn't claim to be the king of everything. T.I. said he was the king of the South. Jay-Z and Biggie said they were the kings of New York. Like, Lil Wayne said he was the best rapper alive. Correct. Like, sometimes you got to claim things. So you know what I mean? If they all kings, Jay Holiday's a king. To somebody. <laughs> He's a black man. He's a king. You know all what right. I'm saying? And it was a good, friendly conversation that everybody had. So, not, not mad at it at all. All right. 
Well, when we come back, we got rumors. What are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about a, I guess he could have been included in the conversation as well. Ty Dolla Sign arrested. We'll tell you what's going on. All right, we'll get into Why that next. Why Ty Dolla Sign's in this conversation? I ain't hear nobody mention Ty. Is it because he looked too much like a rapper? Looks a lot like a rapper. Mm. I will talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. Say Hello. it again. Say it again. Hello. All right, well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Ty Dolla Sign. It's this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, this was some weird news. Ty Dolla Sign, they said, is staring down a possibility of more than a decade in prison. They said he was indicted on drug charges that include felony possession of cocaine. He has three counts of felony possession of cocaine, felony possession of THC, and misdemeanor possession of less than one ounce of weed. Now, his lawyer is saying it's not a big deal. They said Ty maintains his innocence, and there's no indication to the contrary. They also said that his jewelry and cash that were seized from him upon his arrest in September was ordered returned to him last week, which is another clear sign that this matter is coming to a close soon. Why wasn't people mentioning Ty Dollar's sign's name in the whole King of R&B discussion? He's R&B, right? He is R&B. Yeah. Yeah, they should. They could have mentioned his name. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people threw themselves in the conversation, too. Uh, the Dream is uh, somebody else that could have been mentioned as well, unless he's out of the, the range of the past decade. Yeah. I forgot about The Dream. Yeah, he could have yeah. put The Dream could've in there. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It was in 10 years. Yeah. All right, Nicki Minaj. Everybody's talking about her new boyfriend, who is actually an old boyfriend. It was a relationship that she had with him back um, when she was... Younger, living in Queens, his name is Kenneth Petty, and she says that he's one of her first loves. What else everybody is talking about is they're saying that he was convicted of first-degree attempted rape back in 1995. Now, according to sources close to Nikki, they said that he was dating the victim, and the mother filed the charges because she didn't approve of him, and both he and his victim were 16 at the time. So we don't know exactly what the situation is behind this conviction, but that's what sources are saying. So he caught a body too, right? Uh, yeah, manslaughter they, charge. Yeah, they right? are saying that he did go to jail for seven years for manslaughter as well. So don't know enough information, but, you know, Nicki Minaj appears to be very much in love with him. Was that on his Tinder profile? Like, what was all, like, how did people pull up all these allegations? I'm sure they Googled his yeah, name. Yeah, I think and... if you Google his name, certain things oh, come up. And, comes I'm, up. and I'm sure people know him as well, you know, so. Well, she's happy. She posted a picture with him, and she said, oh, they want to talk? Let's give him something to talk That's about. That's all that matters. She's she happy. That's all that matters. Drop one of the clues bombs from Nicki Minaj if she's happy. Mm-hmm. Now, Cardi B was also on CBS this morning, and this was over the weekend after she found out she was nominated for five Grammy Awards. And on that interview, she talks about some of her achievements on the Billboard charts and all of that. And she also talks about beefing with Nicki Minaj. And she does admit that it was bad for business. It's unnecessary, but am I ever embarrassed about anything that I don't know? Is it good for business or bad for business? I think it's bad for business. You know, a lot of people like to say, oh, publicity is good publicity. To me, it's not, because that takes away of people paying attention to your craft. They just want to see drama. She's absolutely correct. Now, she also says that although certain things that, uh, you know, she's done, she's just not... It's unnecessary, but she said she's not apologizing or embarrassed by some of the recent drama that she's had. She said, am I embarrassed by anything I do? No. All right, Lauren London and Parker McKenna are going to be starring in a Tracy Edmonds BET drama series. So that should be interesting. It's called Games Divas Play. Now, it was just recently Lauren London's birthday. So happy belated birthday to Lauren London. And people are speculating that she and Nipsey Hussle got married because of this TMZ clip. 
Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lauren. Oh, thank you. To this, to this boss, phenomenal woman right here. To your what? To my wife, to my girl. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. You know what he said, my wife to my girl. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, what is a ceremony anyway? <laughs> it's a ceremony. If that's his, that is his wife. Yeah. Regardless of if they've ever walked down the aisle or not. The two of them are very cute together, so who knows? But, yeah. All right, now, 50 Cent. He has that $150 million deal with stars, and that's also going to include three spinoffs. One of them is a prequel to Power, and here's what 50 Cent had to say about that. The prequel is, 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 is my spinoff concept <laughs> because I get a chance to come back. I'm dead. It's cool, though. It gets a chance to show the world it, where all of these characters grew in, so, so you can see the defining moments that develop the imperfections that people are attracted to at the moment. Now, how many seasons of a Power prequel do I need? Because I would think that that all could be, you know, uh, put together in a little mini series, maybe could be. Mm -hmm. three, four episodes. Do I need a, Do I need five, six seasons of a prequel of Power to get to this point? I'm not sure, but we do know that all the spinoffs will be moving simultaneously. So, and I guess Kanan's going to be one of the main characters in this prequel. So, we here for it? Yes. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. I'll watch it. I'm, I'm I'm invested in Power enough to where I would care for a prequel. All right, and Power un had an unfortunate incident that happened on set. One of the members of the crew died on set. Really sad situation. Pedro Jimenez, 50 Cent, posted a condolences message. He said, my prayers and condolences are with the entire Jimenez family. Apparently, he was going to move some cones so people couldn't park, and he got hit by a 2006 Ford Explorer. It happened at 4.30 a.m., so they are very deeply saddened by the loss of one of the members of Power. I'm sure it was really hard for everybody on set. Lala, Joseph Sakura, Notori, Omari Harwick, they all posted messages with their condolences. It has to be hard to deal with while you're filming and you guys become such a family. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, when we come back, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, I need Jay Holiday to come to the front of the congregation because, um, you know, in life... If you don't humble yourself, life will. Absolutely. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Brought to you by Aquaman. On December 21st, join Aquaman on the epic journey to discover who he was born to be. The bridge between two worlds. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Uh, 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 um. Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, December 11th goes to a young man named Jay Holiday. Y'all remember Jay Holiday, right? Y'all remember this record from 2007, don't you? You don't have it? Well, it says clip. Uh, that's not the right clip. Bed. Put you to bed. Put you to bed. There you go. Sing bed, it. Sing it. Sing bed. it. And just play a little bar. Is it? You don't have bed. it? It's whatever. Uh, now, last hour, we were discussing who was the king of R&B. Uh, I personally am not mad at anybody who thinks they're the king. We all kings. We black men. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves of that. We all have crowns, and I believe in freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, but that also means we the people have the freedom to tell you to shut the F up forever, all right? You tripping. And Jay Holiday happens to be one of those people we have to tell, shut the F up forever. He tripping. Now, Jay Holiday was recently outside of some establishment, and he decided to weigh in on who is the king of R&B discussion, and this happened. That bull that man said, there's three kings of R&B. The first one sold 20 million on his first album. Are you valet? I'm not valet, baby. Not with a Gucci jacket on. I'm not valet, baby. 
I love a real-time humbling. We have to listen to this again. Maybe I didn't set this up properly. Uh, Jay Holiday was outside of some establishment weighing in on who is the king of R&B. I think it was out of Applebee's. He was outside of an Applebee's? <laughs> I don't know. Applebee's ain't got no valet. <laughs> he, was, he, he was outside of some establishment that has valet and got mistaken for a valet. Let's hear this humbling again, please. That bull****, that man said, there's three kings of R&B. The first one sold $20 million on his first album. Are you valet? I'm not valet, baby. Not with a Gucci jacket on. I'm not ballet, baby. Now, I'm hoping he was on IG Live because there's no way he recorded that and posted that himself, okay? In case you forgot who Jay Holiday is, we do have this, this little ditty of a record he got. Oh, I forgot this instrumental used to be so long in the beginning. the holidays he performs this for his family Don't in the living it. room you know what i'm saying all right cut it off you know what i'm saying now drop on the clues bombs with jay holiday you always get credit for bed but you have to recognize when the universe is humbling you jay holiday okay jay holiday has one hit and that was bad in 2007 Suffocate was a minor hit also in 2007. He hasn't been active anywhere but social media, but he decided to weigh in in 2018 and uh, say that he is one of the kings of R&B. Now, when God sent this messenger to ask Jay Holiday if he was a valet as a reminder to humble thyself, Jay Holiday didn't receive the message. Instead, he replied with this weird flex. Not with a Gucci jacket on. I'm not valet, baby. As if there is not a valet in America with a Gucci jacket. Maybe, just maybe, Jay Holiday, your jacket looked like a valet jacket. Now, drop one of the clues bombs for all the valets around the world. Okay, I went to Career Trends to look up how much valets make. Now, the average valet parking attendant uh, was $9.90 an hour. That was the pay with an average yearly salary of $20,600. I know you may be saying to yourself, that's not a lot of money. Well, I think that's a very honorable living. Okay, drop one of the clues bombs for all the valets around the world. It's an honest, honorable living. Now, I went to Google Jay Holiday's net worth. And when I Googled Jay Holiday's net worth, it said that he is worth a whopping one bed. Well, not even a bed, just a mattress. All right, Jay Holiday's net worth is one full-size mattress. No headboard, no footboard, no box spring, no bed frame, just a mattress. Now, it's a Doze Premium Hybrid mattress, so it's a great mattress. But the moral of the story is, Jay Holiday, you might want to think about getting a job as a valet so you can at least afford a full-size bed set. I think it's an honor for Jay Holiday to get mistaken for a valet, but it's a great possibility that a valet would be insulted if he was mistaken for Jay Holiday. I would rather rather be a valet making an honest, honorable 20 grand a year putting food on my table than be an R&B singer who hasn't had a hit in 10 years who probably thinks he's too good to be a valet. See, I know your type. I know your type, Jay Holiday. You would rather starve to death in a Gucci jacket before you would work an honest living in order to put food on your table because you're still living in the past glory of having a record deal and one hit single. Always remember, he who exalts himself will be humbled. He who humbles himself will be exalted. The audacity of you to think that a valet couldn't own a Gucci jacket. I really wish that valets all across the country would refuse to park Jay Holiday's car. But I don't think they'll ever get that chance. You know why? Because I highly doubt Jay Holiday has a car. All right? Look, word of advice for anyone listening, but especially Jay Holiday, humble yourself. Our life will do it for you. But the fact that, you know, Jay Holiday hasn't had a hit since 2007 lets me know that life already has. Happy holidays, Jay Holiday. Please let Remy Ma give Jay Holiday the biggest hee-haw.
Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Damn it, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for that donkey today. Yes, sir. Now, when we come back, uh, of course, this is our eight years on this radio. Eight-year anniversary. So when we come back, we're going to play some of our best and most favorable moments, right? Now, now listen, it was eight years what? Last last week, a couple days week. ago, yep. So for the next couple of weeks leading up until uh, Christmas break, we're going to be playing best ofs of the Correct. past eight years. Correct. Correct. Okay, what we got today? Uh, Lil Mama. Which one? The first interview. I don't like that one. That was the one where you allegedly made her cry. Allegedly. That is not what happened, by the way. And that was the story that went around the internet. and uh, It's still going around yes, the internet. Yes, social media that even you I have made a whole, little mama cry. Even though eight years later I have a whole new face, people act like that happened yesterday. And we're going to talk about that when we come back because I, I had a gun pulled out on me. Remember that? No, I don't. Uh, we'll talk about it when you we come back. deserved it. No, I didn't. You, it was because of you. Well, stop working with me. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Drop on the clues bomb to the Breakfast Club, damn it. We've been on for eight years. That's right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. And we have been on this radio for eight years. Now, I know Fort Wayne, Indiana, who just joined the club this morning. They're one of our new markets. They're saying they haven't been on the radio for no damn eight years. They just came on this morning. We're talking about we started off as a radio show just in New York City. Correct. Eight years ago. Eight years on, ago. On Power 105.1. Now, eight years later, we're in, like, 100-plus markets, 150 countries. We're doing all right in this world. Yeah, we tell everybody the first, uh, I would say, seven to eight months, nine months was bad. It was pretty bad. I was uh, having fun, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. We were having fun as the breakfast club. We would probably, we would drink every every day. Oh, life was terrible then. We would drink every day. Lifestyle was horrible. Yeah, I eat was, horrible oh, food. I was drinking. Club, it was doing so much, man. I, I had just moved back up here from South Carolina because I was uh, living at home with my mom. And so I moved back up here by myself so my wife. My now wife didn't move up here till like another couple years, mm-hmm. so I was living the life. Yeah. I was sleeping with all type of women. All right, I was drinking a hundred miles per hour. I was we was in here high off drugs. Remember when I passed out on the floor, dehydrated, and had to be rushed to the hospital, and y'all <laughs> laughed. Y'all was just laughing at me like I wasn't dying. Yeah. Remember that time I brought you guys edibles and we were laughing the whole show? Laughing. <laughs> laughing. And I'm surprised no they kept us. I'm really surprised. I'm surprised we kept ourselves. I'm just happy. Um, I thank God for growth. I thank God for evolution. Absolutely. I'm, that day that I passed out on the floor and was dehydrated, mm-hmm. and, you know, my wife flew up from South Carolina to take care of me, mm-hmm. that's when I realized I got to get my life together I- and do right, not only by myself, but do right by her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am amazing now. <laughs> if, if, if I'm not, not going to root for myself, who is? You're right. Man? Drop one of the clues bombs for me. All right? That's when my skin was all messed up and discolored, all because of lifestyle. It was a little darker, yeah. It was a little darker. I was, I was, ter- I was a terrible human being. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to uh, one of those moments where we weren't maybe the nicest. This is a horrible moment. I'm little, let, I'm, I'm, go ahead. Little mama came up here. I'm letting y'all know right now. I look back on this video and I don't like it. Uh, this is a video people try to use against me now. I don't, like, I don't like it either. But payment, first of all, you started it. And I'm, <laughs> glad, started. I'm glad everybody can go back and listen to this in hindsight and really see how this whole situation worked. Because this is how this, this, this interview was supposed to go. We were told the night before Little Mama was coming. Right. Little Mama know I used to clown on her, just like everybody did back then. Like, everybody needs to stop acting like they weren't clowning on Little Mama crazy back then, because y'all still do now. Correct. All right? And we were supposed to come in here and crack jokes on each other. Right. That is the way this interview was supposed, supposed to, go. to go. Right. Let's listen. No. What? My jokes were better. <laughs> and um, I want everybody to know that I did not make Little Mama cry. 
My mama cried when Angela Yee brought up her mother passing away. Rest in peace to her mother. But right. I just want people to know that I really hate this video, and I don't even know why we're playing this. All right, and then after the story, I'll tell you about the gun getting pulled out. Of you me. deserved so, it. All right, let's, let's, let's play. I honestly can't believe that she showed up. Little mama. Now, let's talk, about, let's talk about Little Mama's her biggest thing in her life. Not the album. Not the TV show. Yes. Standing on stage with Jay-Z and Alicia Envy, stop trying to talk Keys. from my neck talking about the biggest thing that in my was the, life. That was, that was the, yes, it was. That was the biggest thing. White, people, crazy, white people who don't know who Lil Mama yes. is, Asian people who don't know who Lil yes. Mama is, people yeah. over right now in Africa who might not know who Lil Mama is, say, who the hell is that girl standing next to uh -huh. Alicia Keys and Jay-Z? That's, That's when right. I realized that you were delusional as hell. Because what made you feel like you could get up and go on stage with Alicia Keys and Jay-Z? I mean, like, um, ever since, like, just being a kid, like, you know, I've always been a part of hip-hop. Just put mm -hmm. it like that. You know, if you get your limelight, whether you're 16, you're 21, or wherever you at, you get you get your lime when you get your lime. But if you're a part of hip-hop, and if you're a child of hip-hop, you're going to always be a part of hip-hop. And um, maybe my love was misconcepted. You should have just stayed in your seat, showed I, 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 That was my favorite part of the show. You scared Jay-Z. Jay-Z was like, who's this young man trying to get on stage to attack me? Yo, Charlemagne's son, I mean his daughter, I just saw him, just beautiful. But anyway, I mean, I don't what, are you high? It. I don't regret it. I'm, you don't I'm regret it, but you did, you did apologize. I'm half the Lloyd. Little mama, you have a lot of confidence, Thank and that's you. a good thing. Thank you. But you have to actually, <laughs> no, you no seriously, right myself, you actually have to accomplish a lot more before you come off as cocky as but you But I didn't do. come off as cocky. I come off as confident. I believe in God. I'm a high believer in God. And I know who I am. And I'm not going to come up to a radio station or anywhere else and let anybody strip me of my pride. I know who I am. Because sometimes I get very excited and I get very angry. And I'm like, why is it that my community does not accept me and respect me for being a young black woman coming out of East New York, Brooklyn, and Harlem, and still being in television and whatever else that I could be a part of um, to make to be a positive influence to other young girls that come from my community. Um, the answer is that the people supported something, a part about me, that I've sort of let go. Music, dance. That's where hip-hop lives, so... Yeah, you got to show improve by actions and deeds, not words and lip service. You yeah. haven't put out no music in a long time. People know you for playing yourself, walking up on stage with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Charlemagne, seriously. That's the truth. Out. Your team is the ones lying to you. I'm sitting there telling you the truth. Ain't nobody nah, talking for little mama in these streets. Nah, I feel you though. But I mean, you, you. Envy, just... am I lying? You one of the biggest DJs out of Envy. Is anybody checking for little mama? Tell the truth. That when is... the last time somebody said you'll play a little mama record in the club? That is this present time. When the, last Angela time Yee. when the last time I put out a record? Listen, okay. I've, I've taken a step away from music already. I'm getting back into the music now. Okay, so My that's the plan. for itself. I don't, I'm not here to say what I'm going to do. Um, when I was 17 years old, I put out an album while my mother was dying of cancer. That right there alone is a struggle. That's hard. Right. That's tough for anybody. But my music will speak for itself. My actions will speak for itself. My mother will be proud. My father will be proud. At the end of the day. And nobody can stop me. Period. Just here to let y'all know what it is. I think you got you a real story to tell. Or you leave it. I think you got a real story to tell, and I think you should tell it. And, you know, stop focusing on the gimmicks and stop letting people but I'm make not you out to be a caricature. Because right now you're like a caricature yourself. Well, little mom, I'm sure some of this stuff has to affect you in some way, and it, does it hurt your feelings? I mean, none of this um, hurts my feelings. I just think about thinking about my struggle and thinking about 
how hard it really was losing my mom and having pressure from a label and everybody else asking me about an album and all of that stuff, just to think about that. Of course, I'm going to get a little emotional. I'm a woman. Women are emotional. But at the end of the day, I'm a strong black woman. I know where I'm from, and I know how I was built. So at the end of the day, none of this stuff can destroy me. Or else, when I did, like how y'all talk, keep talking, bringing up about the, getting on stage with Jay-Z, when I'm supposed to be supported as a young black woman and people were supposed to say, get it together, fix yourself, everybody bashed me and tried to treat me like I was a uh, criminal. Listen. Well, for the record, I thought it was fantastic. Thank you. Me too. entertaining. And I definitely don't regret it. <laughs> it was a monumental moment. R. Kelly peed on a little girl. Right. Rick Ross was a cop. You know why everybody? Yeah. No, listen. You know why everybody still embraced them? Because they put out great records. Right. Say it in your music, little mama. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. For sure. Say it through your music. All right. That. That's it. I'm with All right, that. ladies and gentlemen, little mama. I hate that the interview. Club. The intervention. I, the intervention. It got crazy this morning. I, I hate that interview. I, I, too. I do not like that interview. Well, let me just tell you. But it's going to live forever online. It, it so is. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's turned into about a hundred different memes. It has since then. I saw somebody posted the Bow Wow posted it as. A, Trying to insult little mama. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, that's uh, what we should have made cry. By the way, after that interview, you know, um, I was in the city and I was I was pulled over. I don't know where I was going, and uh, little mama's pops at the time did construction, and he just happened to see me, and this was right after the interview, and he was like, "Can I talk to you for a second? And he was like, "Let me let me get in the car." I'm like, "No." He's like, "All right." So he walks back over to his car and puts something in his pocket, which was a gun. And can, can I talk to you for a second? No, you cannot talk to me. So let me ask you a question. You made my baby girl cry. I'm like, nope. He was like, I was like, nah, it wasn't because of that. I had to explain. So yeah, he, he really pressed me. He had a hammer out and everything. Thank God nothing happened to it. We all squashed it out. And I think we're all great. I want to close bombs for little mama's daddy. He did what he was supposed to do. He did what any daddy. Absolutely. Was supposed to do. <laughs> absolutely. All right. I'm not going to sit there and absolutely. act like he was wrong in me. any way, shape, or form. All right. Well, he was sitting at good. home. If you were sitting at home and you heard your little girl crying on the radio, you would pull a hammer on somebody too. Absolutely. I am not mad at him at all. Nope. All right. Drop one of clues bombs for little mama's daddy. Mm -hmm. All right. But I think we've all grown yeah, and evolved we've grown since then. Little mama's been up here a couple of times since, since then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to little mama. Absolutely. All right. When we come back, we have to get on. Uh, we got to talk Prodigy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Prodigy. Which interview was this now? Because he's been up here a few times. You pissed Prodigy off, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we come back. It's the, oh, you said two. We'll talk about it. Because you be in here acting like you don't be in there gassing up stuff, too, okay? I, I always get the, the blame for everything. But don't act like, you know, you don't be throwing out that energy, too. Nah. Especially back then. Maybe. We'll talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, uh. Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club is here. We celebrating eight years on eight this radio. Years. Now, uh, next week, Friday, is our last day before Christmas break. So every day up until then, we're going to give you a couple of our best, worst That's right. moments of the past eight years. Correct. We are the world's most dangerous, world's most problematic morning show. And, you know... We have been the longest-running urban morning show in New York City um, ever. Yes. Yep. Yeah, all, City, all, yeah, all your favorite morning shows. Line them up. Yep. Ed Lover, mm -hmm. Star and Buck, Miss mm -hmm. Jones, whoever. Mm -hmm. We've been on the air longer than all of them. All right. Well, now we got to get into the, this next uh, moment was Prodigy. Now, uh, I got threatened by a lot of people, just to put this out there. But um, Prodigy uh, came up here to talk about, uh, this is, I think, right when he got out of jail. And was talking about sickle cell. He was talking about everything. And, and he was being disrespectful. I was not being disrespectful. I was asking, and he hated, I was asking him about the tutu. 
That Tutu thing was 10 years old at that I know, point. but I just wanted to know how it came out. And it finally came out that they said, you know, who put it out. But I asked him about it, and he, he hated disrespectful. when I said Tutu to the point where he would text me and be like, next time I see you, I'm going to punch in your face. Like, he should have punched you in your, 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 your face and, you know, stabbed your brain with, with your nose bone. Well, I'm glad he didn't. Well, let's get into that moment here. Is it still, um, is it difficult to write those hardcore Mob Deep records when you may not be living like that no more? Um, nah, nah, it's not difficult for me because, um, it's just, it's just embedded in me, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't, but it ain't difficult. A lot of the, um, the pain that comes out of me is from, you know, having sex, growing up with sickle cell and just like feeling like I'm, I'm almost dying and really almost dying all my life. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, just got a lot of anger built up in me. So it's real easy for me to. You know what I mean? Express my anger through the music. I see you got the sickle cell tattoo. A lot of people wouldn't want to ink that. You know what I mean? That's my medical badge. Emergency badge. Got you know what I mean? Got you. <laughs> now, now, speaking of sickle cell, I didn't know how serious sickle cell was until um, an aunt of mine came and visited. And she stayed with, my, stayed with me a couple of days. And, you know, one day she'd be great. Like, good to go. We at the beach. Everything is good. She's playing with the kids. And the next day she's effed up where she can't move. Yeah, serious and, now, like Is that, that how serious sickle cell is with you? You know, one time we was on tour with Big Pun. It was uh, us, Pun, and I think Fat Joe was there. And we had just did a show. Mm -hmm. After the show, I get back to the hotel, and all of a sudden, the pain just came out of nowhere. It hit me crazy. I couldn't even move. Like, my boys had to carry me to the car. I couldn't even walk or nothing. My boys had to carry me to the car, take me to the emergency room. And Pun, see how much pain I was in? I was, like, screaming in pain. Pun started crying. Like, that was crazy, yo. Now, you say you rush, they rushed you to the emergency room. So when they get you to the emergency room, what can they do for sickle cell? They just give you, um like, morphine mm -hmm. until the pain goes away. It's, they just it's let like, you really go? no cure for So there it. is no way that you, you, you it could just get hit any, any given minute. Right now, you could just have a, a sickle cell attacking. It, it's not that fast, but it's, like, Gradually, mm -hmm. it can happen within like thirty minutes. Yeah. Wow! You still get them often? Nah, I ain't have, I ain't been sick in five, six years. Oh, you think part of it you was the, I mean? the way that you were drinking and living? And yeah, yeah, that, definitely. That. When you look at you and tell you take a better care of yourself. When I got locked up, I started working out every day. I started eating right. I started drinking like water, like I was crazy, and and, and it worked. Like so, in a way, getting locked up might have actually helped. Man, it saved yeah, your it life. Saved, it saved, saved my life. life. It definitely saved my life. Like I was running around bugging, beefing with other rappers, and just doing a lot of dumb stuff. And um, you know, putting myself in risky positions where I might have to do something to somebody or somebody can do something to me. Like you know what I mean? So it was a good thing that I got locked up, man, in more ways than one. So when you, you know came I mean? home, all your beefing that you was doing with other rappers, everything got smashed. Yeah, I reached out to a bunch of people, man. Like yo, listen, man, I'm sorry. Yo, I was bugging, dog. You know what I'm saying? I was young-minded, stupid. I apologize. And people you. were receptive. Yeah, and everybody I reached out to was like, yo, that's real. You know, Nori, just different people, man. Me and Joe Buttons had a conversation. You know, me me and Jim Jones had a conversation. Me and Rick Ross had a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, um, me and uh, me and Sheik Looch had a conversation. Like, a, a, a lot of people I reached out to, man. What about Jay-Z? Yeah, yeah we've been had a conversation. Like, we've been put that behind us a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. The, the winter after summer jam, they, they threw me on the screen with mm -hmm. my Michael Jackson outfit on. Mm -hmm. It was a tutu. Nah, it wasn't no <laughs> tutu. <laughs> a tutu in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, so rest in peace to Prodigy, man. Great I'm one of the best lyricists out there. Be Absolutely. Best lyricists ever. Craziest thing about being ever. on the radio eight years, I don't think people realize how long eight years is. That's like high school, that's mm -hmm. college, that's two presidential terms. The craziest thing about being on the radio eight years, and I can only imagine how people like Tom Joyner, Elvis Duran, you know, how those guys feel because they've been on forever. But Correct. watching people live and wa and watching people die. Pass, yeah. Like, we've literally watched people grow up on this radio, and we've interviewed a lot of people who have passed away. You know, rest in peace, Mac Miller, Prodigy, mm -hmm. Charlie Murphy, Combat Jack, Dick Gregory. Right. And I know I'm, I know I'm missing some people, probably. 
Yeah, real, real sad. But you know, and, and it's, it's you see them like I would see Prodigy so much, in, in, in the clubs, in the studio, wherever. Now you know the, when he passed, it was like, damn, it's you like t- yeah, you, you miss that granted. experience. Yeah, you yeah, take it for granted. Definitely take it for granted. Absolutely. All right, we'll be back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Charlemagne Kardashian. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Now, it's official. Leonard Kardashian is now in the building. We knew what he was my making. Name, his, my name is Leonard. A uh, Leonard Kardashian. See, that's why he changed the way he was eating. He uh, started working out. He knew he was going to be on television. So, what are you doing on the Kardashian show, Leonard? I have no idea. I don't, hit, even, I don't even remember when we taped this. Let's hear the audio. Kanye is doing press while he's here in Wyoming, so he's going to have a chance to talk to Charlemagne and just express how he feels. People see you running around in the the, the Make America Great Again hat. Your bla- your blackness will be questioned. Yeah, see, when that's... you out here saying you love Trump, your blackness will yeah, be questioned, see, especially a guy that's directly trying to oppress us, trying to marginalize us. I'm not saying the policies. I'm talking about the fact that this person was not supposed to do that. How many times do you hear somebody say, everybody hates Trump, right? I got love. I'm leading with love. That's my main message that's getting clouded. Did you try Kylie's oh, lipstick? Man, shut up. That's when we was in um, <laughs> Wyoming. I flew into Wyoming. For, for the day. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we weren't having an interview or nothing like that. Not that I knew of, but, you know, the camera's always rolling when you're around Kim and Kanye. Okay. Yeah. Just but, question, whose uh, derriere is bigger, yours or Kanye's? Derriere. But ass? I don't like this question. <laughs> you're making me feel uncomfortable. Should I go to HR? Nah, ask right. me about my derriere. No, no. I might use this clip against you later on in life, Envy. You never know. All okay? right. Somebody edit this clip for me, please, no. so I can have it just in case I need it. No. All right. <laughs> now, let's talk Hove. Hove talks his favorite songs of 2018. Can Talk you, to me. Can you guess some of these songs that are on there? Uh, no, but I don't. I, it's crazy to me that everybody acts like just because Hove is 49, he's not in tune with what's going on out here in these streets. So tell me some of these records. All right, push a T if you know, you know. Okay, that's 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 uh, adult contemporary trap music, right. so I expect that one. Lil Baby Gunner, uh, Drip Too Hard. That's that's a great record. Mm-hmm. This is a great record. I don't know. And, and yo, if you listen to Jay Z historically, Jay Z's always rapped over what was new. He jumped on the high instrumental back in the day when Houston was popping. He jumped on that. When Oakland was popping, he jumped on that. So I mean, that's not surprising that he picked Lil Baby and Gunna. All right, uh, Rich the Kid, Plug Walk. Okay, tough um, tune. Mozzie, Walk Up. Nas, Nas, Kanye West, cop shot the kid, cops, cops. Yeah, I cops, like the cops, record. Cop shot that, the kid, cop shot. The I wasn't kid. a fan of the the Nas project like that. It was cool, but mm-hmm. that was probably my favorite song of it. Uh, Kid See Ghost, Ty Dolla Sign, Free. Oh, I love that record. That's that's a uh, yeah. I love that record. That's actually Ghost Town Part Two because Ghost Town Part One is on Kanye's album. It's really dope. Kodak Black, ZZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Scott, Sickle Mode. Drake, Emotionless, and that's how you feel. Great records. Uh, King's Dead, J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future. I didn't like that one. Uh, Lil Wayne, Swiss Beast, The Uproar. I didn't really like that either. Uh, Sheck West, Obama. Yeah. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, Double Up. Yes. Mm, let see what else is on this list. Uh, West Side Gun, Benny Conway, Brutus. Uh, no, I don't know that one. And Metro Boomin' Gunner, uh, Space Cadet. Okay. He added one last night, too. Which one? He added Sojourner, uh, J. Cole, Feature, and Rhapsody. 
Oh, really? Yes. Okay. You know that record with Rhapsody washed J. Cole on it, but you know, for whatever reason, people weren't paying it any attention. Mm-hmm. I keep telling y'all Rhapsody is the best lyricist out here, but y'all be telling me I'm tripping. He ain't put Lil Duval on there, man. That, that's not a rap record, though. Why not? They rap Because Lil Duval is the king of R&B. Show some oh, damn so you know respect. And when he him. drops his next single oh, featuring somebody who's about to get indicted or who just got indicted oh boy. okay y'all gonna realize that Lil Duval is really the king of R&B alright okay alright alright well that is your rumor report up next we got the mix the people's choice mix get your request in revolt we'll see you tomorrow it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club your mornings will never be the same Philo is the best way to watch TV, live or on demand. More than 50 channels you love, like VH1, BET, and of course, Revolt. Best part? Philo is just $20 a month. Find out for yourself with a free trial. No credit card needed. Text BREAKFAST to 74456.